Hello, and welcome to episode 71. We'll get to more of why you won't see that around anymore. Um, welcome to the FOMOcast. That song, intro song, is our new intro song done by our very own Andrew. Thank you. It's awesome. It fits the podcast. Uh, I feel pumped up. Titus is going to have to make lyrics for it now. <laughs> and what we're going to do is we're going to make him sing an acapella without the track in the very end one day. Okay. That way we'll just layer him over it so that you see if it sounds good or not. We'll get like all the motion into him before, you know, maybe we'll do a live video of it or something. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Um, so like I said, it is episode 71. Thank you to everyone for listening. Um, everyone that goes to facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter FOMO underscore cast. Uh, and uh, FOMO Podcast on Instagram, and also everyone that goes to the Podbros Network, podbros.com. Um, thank you all for, you know, doing all that, visiting them, uh, working on some stuff for Public for the for the group. Um, so the episode thing, let's just start off with that. So if you follow us on Twitter, you saw I was exchanging with another podcast. We all got an email that says, uh, in order to keep... Uh, content the highest of quality they're no longer allowing episodes in the title so basically they wanted it to be in your metadata they're saying that people and i get it people that are listening to your podcast don't care what episode it is they just care that it came out today so i get that um i'm still going to keep track of it because it's kind of cool because you know uh like uh, uh chris hardwick's podcast which is id10t now you know he's saying thing he's like on episode 600 and something that's kind of a big accomplishment when you hit certain episodes so I'm going to keep using it, but I just want to let everyone know is when you see the download, it won't say episode, it'll just have a description of what we're talking about. Uh, I think we should do the uh, fun thing now. We're going to remember, I'm going to remember what we say funny in it, and that's just going to be the title of it now. Because that's what I listen to this uh, podcast called uh, Will You Accept This Rose? It's a Bachelor podcast. And they legitimately, they legitimately like will say something funny, and you're like, what? This, this title doesn't make any sense. And then you listen to the podcast, and it's pretty funny. So. Um, yes. So we got action packed. It's just so much stuff. Um, the last thing that we're talking about today is so stoked. It's probably gonna take up most of the time. Everything's kind of small, quick thingies. The last thing I know is going to be freaking awesome because it just came out right now. It's a super rumor. I don't even know the website that rumored it, but just thinking about it gets me excited. First thing, I don't even know why this is a thing, but I guess they're going to be doing a, a Gremlins animated series. Didn't they already have a Gremlins animated series? I believe so. I feel like they did. Yeah, I think they did. So I was kind of like, I saw that, and I was like, pretty sure they already have one. So, but they're they're working on one. It's in the works. The thing about I've learned since starting doing this podcast is literally in the past two years, it's the 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 term it uh, in the works has evolved so much because before it was like, oh, it's in the works. And then all of a sudden, you know, maybe five years, six years later, you know, it's there. Deadpool for for uh, Ryan Reynolds. That took him like almost, that took him since Green Lantern to get that made. <laughs> like he's been campaigning for it, campaigning for it, campaigning for it. Now it's almost like, hey, these three kids on YouTube did a video about how cool this would be. And all of a sudden it's got a million views. Let's do it. And then, you know, I'm hoping it has kind of a reverse effect like, you know how you're not feeling, Titus isn't feeling The Walking Dead right now. No, I'm not. But what if that, what if this new belief system for people makes it to where everyone's like, oh, hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and keep this show going because there is a devout fan basis and all of a sudden it makes a revival. You know what I mean? I, I hope because there's a lot of shows and I've seen before that 
were like, oh, you know what? The show's dead, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden, the next season, I don't know if they they change something up or something. All of a sudden, it goes crazy, and the show has, like, a huge resurgence. You know what I mean? You think, so, the, you think the Walking Dead needs more tigers? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it needs more tigers. It needs better writers. Um, I saw I literally that you can like. I saw watching. one clip, and not even knowing the show, the clip bothered me so much. Was the one of the girl saying, if "This is a this is not even a spoiler because it was literally the advertisement for the show." Was when she's like, "I I uh, I tricked him." Basically, that the girl that tricked him. Into, she had to become a whisper. She wanted to become a whisperer or something, so she tricked a guy to help her. He comes up, kills a zombie, or knocks out one of the um, the uh, whisperers, and then they. She turns around and knocks him out. And I'm like, this is just super plot holy. Uh, don't I don't understand how this applies to the show anymore. It's, it's a terrible show. Is it on tonight? It's Sunday, right? It's Sunday. So I, I guess know. I'll watch it. Yeah, it's really it's like you don't need Ambien anymore because you just watch an episode of The Walking Dead and it's, you go to sleep like thirty minutes. It's one day. of those things. So um, yeah, but Gremlins animated series. I thought we'd announce it because it is kind of an older thing that's coming back. Because I think the animated if there wasn't was there did you just find out anything? I couldn't find everything was about the new one that's in the works. Okay, because uh, I'm pretty sure because I'm saying I think if there was a cartoon, it was it was like a. A very Care Bear-ish looking type of thing. So I think it was like an 80s-ish, early 90s cartoon. And if it was, it may have been... I don't know if it was a cartoon. So they had the video games. Yeah, what and, is uh, this? the Sandlot making a comeback, apparently. And that was another one we talking about. Yeah, so, so Gremlins, I can't see any cartoons. But the video game, that's what I'm thinking of. The video game looks very cartoony on the cover. Oh, okay. So that's what I always would see. So, and that was in on the Atari twenty six hundred. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but like Titus said, so um, Sandlot TV show with a twist. Oh, it's a TV show. TV series. The twist is it has the original cast. No. Yes. That's crazy. And it's, it says it's been development. I think um, one of the reasons why it might be doing this is because the. Um, uh, what do they call him? Benny the Jet, whatever his name was. The main kid. He's not kid. into it, right? Like, he doesn't want to be a part of it. Well, he probably is now because um, he got he got uh, in trouble for that fight he got into when he was a firefighter. Uh, so I don't know if he's still a firefighter or not. I know yeah. they, they, like, people kind of brushed that one under the rug because he was kind of a good kid, yeah. you know. What? He got in a fight with what? A fire? He needs the work. He now. got, he, he, I can't remember what it, exactly what it was. I can't remember if he was on duty or off duty, but. Um, the city ended up settling with the person that he got into a fight he with. He fought with a guy while he's a firefighter. I can't remember. I, it not, might not have been, but I think he may have been in firefighter apparel. And it, was, it wasn't just him; it was several individuals. Um, so, you know, I don't, and he he does show up to the um, the events. He was at the he was at the Dodger event this year, where they all met up at the Dodger at Dodger Stadium for the tw- I think twenty five year anniversary. Oh. He so he he showed up at the, the Dodger thingy. Um, and he, um, did the whole first pitch thing with everybody. And so, I mean, it's, I think obviously it is a possibility. I was just kind of excited by it because it's, it's a different concept. Um, are they going to be playing softball or are their kids playing? Like, how are they going to, I think it could be them teaching their kids how to play baseball. Probably, Mm. you know, maybe it's one of those ones where everyone comes back to their hometown, whatever, you know, like grownups kind of does where, 
you know, people fail to forget that Grown Ups 2, I think he, uh, the second one is when he moves back. I think he moves back to the the town after the first one. That's when they have Shaq in it. I forgot Shaq was in that. Shaq's hilarious in Grown Ups 2. He ends up getting threatened by uh, um, the dude from Saturday Night Live, and he cowers down, and the dude's tiny, and Shaq's crowding crawl, down. He's like, I could have had that. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you know. But, I mean, it is kind of um, it is kind of a cool thing to think about because they do all that, and then right after that announcement came out, what do they say? Oh, Fox is bringing back 90210 with most of the original cast. <laughs> and I was like, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, hmm. Didn't they have a 90210 that was new people? I thought they did. Or was it... Melrose Place, maybe? Man, in high school, no. all the girls I think it was 90210. So, here, here's the thing, though. is Not everyone signed on. And it's not, thank God, this is kind of horrible. But one of the ones that wasn't signed on was Lou Perry. Got a stroke, right? Massive stroke. Who they can't, they can't, they won't, they won't say whether he's in a medically induced coma or if he's just heavily sedated. Uh, what'd you find out? Oh, nothing yet. I was oh. looking up what happened with uh, Benny the Jet. Yeah. Apparently on Halloween night, uh, him and some friends chased down this guy who was handing out candy and beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was handing out candy? And this was before he became a firefighter. Oh, it was before? Yeah. Shortly before, I guess. Okay. So, um... I don't get that. Why is he... He's, I, I think they, they suspected him of, you know, having... Uh, ulterior motives yeah, okay handing out because he was okay. walking around handing out candy it just seemed uh, weird okay. so yeah but yeah no um so 90210 i was like i'm like okay because tori spelling leaked it obviously she's gonna be the one to leak it her dad you know wrote the show right right so they're gonna give her liberties but i was like you know what this is genius though so 90210 was there in high school right yeah Girls loved it. Okay, so they were in high school in 90210. What would be the most logical thing to do? Start up a new thing like trying to make the new Melrose Place or, <coughs> excuse me, or make the same people come back and all of a sudden, bam, you have new Melrose Place with faces that everyone used to love, that everyone was obsessed with. And I think the only ones that weren't confirmed for it were, I want to say, obviously Shannon Doherty because, uh, she, one, she was kind of crazy, but she also, I guess, um, she was, I don't know if she's still battering, battling cancer. Um, yeah, so they brought it back. So 90210 came back. There was the Beverly Hills 90210 ran from 90 to 2000. And then the reboot or whatever it was, they just called it 90210. And that ran 2008 to 2013. Okay. So they dropped the Beverly Hills from the title. Okay, 90210. Let's see. Okay, so the only two that shows... Oh. The only two that shows on there so far, signed on, are Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Which I don't think Jenny Garth had anything going on, so it's kind of... Same with Tori Spelling. Um, yeah, but she's got a lot of side stuff, and she's got a ton of kids, too. So well, she wants to get out of the house. Maybe so. Um, but I was just like... But like Aside from the sad news of Luke Perry having that issue, like he's doing great on Riverdale, so I was like, oh, you know, hopefully he makes recovery. But the idea, though, for this show, it is brilliant because if you bring back, uh, not even you don't even bring back all the cast. I mean, um, if they had done Charmed and they brought the new Charmed and they had brought back at least uh, Alyssa Milano or um, the other, I can't remember her name, 
the other girl on the show, not Shannon Doherty, obviously, because she she wouldn't come back to it. Any of the three sisters that were there the second part of the show, I would have watched it because it's it's it's, it's kind of nostalgic. So you have a lead into it, but you also it's a completely new thing. So it's almost like you're creating a new show with old parts. That kind of I think feels like it kind of balances it out. I mean, has anyone else done that before besides Fuller House? Yeah, that was the one I, I had think, in mind. I think Fuller House was the last one that did it, and that was, um, I feel like Fuller House is not as adaptable to modern day because the sitcom doesn't do as well as it used to do, like that style of show. Yeah. Whereas 90210 is just about everyday life stuff. I mean, I mean, next thing you know, we're going to see Doogie Howser on a new one. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could have freaking Neil Patrick Harris have a kid who's a genius, pass it off to him, and bam. Same thing when they tried to do with that Limitless show. They had Bradley Cooper come on for a couple of episodes. It was the new kid that was the Limitless guy. You know what I mean? How old? How old? I used to watch together. How old was he when he was a doctor? Like twelve? Something like that. Would you ever see a twelve-year-old doctor? I mean, I don't. <laughs> Would you be? I don't know. Like every single kid that I ever see on the news who is like fourteen and they're um, graduating college, I feel really stupid around. So you never know. You know what I mean? If it was just a general doctor, hey, you know. Would you? But would you feel comfortable getting advice from a fourteen-year-old doctor? Like I said, I've seen them talk on TV. The right. ones that are that smart, and you feel really stupid when you hear them right. talk because they legitimately, you when they talk to you, they talk to you like an adult level. Everything seems legit. Like you're just yeah. looking at a little. It's like an adult in a little kid's body. It's basically what it is. So like, like the kid from Modern Family, the one that plays Luke, the son. Mm-hmm. That kid's a genius. Really? That kid's already out of college. I want to say he's a part of Mensa. There's a, there's a bunch of stuff I've seen. Because um, uh, I was like, oh, he's such an idiot. And then all of a sudden, they're talking to him. And he's like, yeah, I started um, doing... I can't remember what it was. But I, I watched a quick clip of... They had, a, I had it, they had it on TV. And I saw some of it. And I was like... Yeah, I know why I stopped watching Modern Family. <laughs> it was some funny jokes, like he was doing sleep magic. He's like, I can't find my phone, and he starts calling it, and it's inside of a cantaloupe, I think it is, or a watermelon, and I mean, that was kind of funny, you know what I mean? But So, um, let's see. So the guy that plays him, so he's, he was born in 98, uh, Nolan Gould. Jesus, he's only born in 98. And he's probably, he's got more accomplished than I ever will in my entire <laughs> life, man. That's some crazy stuff. Um, let's see. His father's family is from Alabama. That's kind of a random thing. Let's see. Uh, to be a doctor, though, even if you're a, a super genius, you still have to complete how many years of medical school, right? I mean, I know it's a TV show, but. No, there's... but I mean, no, there's ways to bypass that stuff. There's, oh, there's ways. It doesn't seem like we gotta do be. a residency for a few years. The residency is a thing, but there's a thing. Like when I went to MJC, I knew a dude who graduated with, at Sherlock High School the year before me, and I believe he freaking tested out of every single class. So that's what people people don't know. If you're smart enough, you can you can look up what you can test out of, and you can bypass half the stuff. But the medical field is something that I don't think you should be able to cut corners on. I don't care how good you are. I still want you to go through the process. Yeah. Let's so, see. no, I guess my answer is I would not trust a, trust like a 14-year-old doctor. 
So he's a member of Mensa, and as of 2012, he had accelerated 10 grades. He has an IQ of 150, and at the age of 13, he graduated from high school by taking the GED test. And then, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it's not one of those things. Like, I remember the kids in high school that were like, oh, I'm going to graduate early. I'm like, why? And then you see them working the photo booth at Walmart. I'm like, well, you're going to get an extra six-month jump on us to work at Walmart? I'm like, that, that's boring. You know, school sucked, but I want to hang out. But these people, they seem like, you know, they're going to get – I haven't seen – I remember – I remember being a kid and always seeing those kids on TV, like Inside Edition or Entertainment Tonight. You'd see all these stories about kids like that. Now you don't see that anymore. So I don't know if it's just, you know, not happening as much or what. But I think it says a lot about our school system. Am I right, guys? Lock her up. No political. (laughs) political. So let us know what you think about all these reboots and 90210, stuff like that. Um, Go to Facebook.com. Slash FOMOcast, Twitter FOMO underscorecast, and FOMO podcast on Instagram. And also, um, you can um, go to uh, our Patreon, FOMO, uh, just search FOMO, uh, FOMOcast on uh, patreon.com. Um, so let's see. So we have a couple of stuff about. Uh, they have two things. They have the new Detective Pikachu trailer. Did you see that? Yes. People are talking about it. People, people are excited. People, well, people are mad about it. What? Because apparently there, there's been clips coming out that shows him cussing and stuff. And I'm like, how do you know what Pikachu's saying? He doesn't speak English <laughs> to you. You know what I mean? He gets mad. You've heard him get mad. He's probably saying some curse words. But I did like it. Um, I, I don't know why Ryan Reynolds, his voice fits so perfect for that character. But he just does. Oh, we grew up in the in the era, I guess, but I never, never got into Pokemon. I didn't play the games, didn't watch a show. So I know it's it's a big uh, nostalgic thing for a lot of people around our age. But my mom bought one, I bought me one of the bought me it. one of the games for I think my Game Boy, and it was just really boring. I was like, I don't want to walk around looking for stuff. I want to actually fight people. So I went to my second Game Gear and started playing Beavis and Butthead, and I was like, all right, I'm good to go. But it it was I think it was like you said, it was a phenomenon. It's the same thing with, like, anime and things that come from Japan that they have their niche. You know what I mean? Um, they have this new challenge, I think, you've seen on YouTube where from, from over there where it's like, this is my first day in Thailand. And they go, this is my first day in Thailand. And they start their accent changes. And it's a it's just a joke thing. But then there's a new one. There a guy goes, this is my first day on anime. And he starts getting in. All of a sudden, he comes in. He starts yelling. And there was this girl goes, my favorite one was this girl goes, this is my first day in Spanish class. This is my, after my first year in Spanish class. This is after my second year in Spanish class. This is me after Spanish, failing Spanish class. I'm not good at Spanish. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's, that's like a trend thingy. And the Pokemon trend was massive. I mean, they literally dropped the trailer. Then they announced two new games for Switch, which was it's called Sword and Shield. Which is what they always do. They always come out with two games simultaneously. I believe they're similar, but there's different stuff in each one of them. Pokemon games? Or yes. Just, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. They have um, uh, two games. Uh, one's Go uh, Go Pikachu and one's Go Eevee, which basically is this, it's the, the hunting game where you go around and find other Pokemon. And, and Obviously, Go Pikachu, you have Pikachu. Go Eevee, you have Eevee. And then this game, these two games are different, similar concept, dif- different games. Um, but it's just, it's, it seems like it's coming, I don't know if it's coming back as being more mainstream, 
because of the Pokemon movie, I don't know if it's making it more acceptable. There's a lot more platforms that have stuff. There's, I mean, um, Super Smash Brothers has Pokemon in it. It's just, I think it's just, it's building up. I don't know how it's going to do. I hope the movie does good because, I mean, if it doesn't do good, people are going to be like, oh, it's because all these people don't don't understand it. And I'm like, no. You know, so you just, you know, I always hope for every movie to do good because when you have bad movies come out, I always feel like there's kind of a stigma where people are like, well, we can't put out a movie now because what if it fails and this other movie of ours failed? So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I like the trailer. It looked really, really fun. I like the character who was in it, the guy that plays the one that Pikachu's trying to help out and... We'll see what happens. You heard it here first. Pikachu, was it Pikachu? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Pikachu Detective is going to beat Aquaman. It might. It has the potential to overseas. It has the potential to. I mean, it has to. the existing following already. And I feel like almost anyone who's already They have the parades over in Japan where yeah. it looks like a, a North Korean uh, march of soldiers and it's all Pikachus. You know what I mean? So, I mean, we'll see what happens. And speaking of Aquaman... Aquaman 2 already has a release date of December 16th, 2022. What the heck, man? They've been dropping some dates lately, Marvel. Um, That's not Marvel, my friend. Oh, sorry. Yeah. DC. <laughs> well, I think the reason why they're doing it. So the last thing we're going to talk about has kind of like a, there's a, there's a rumor going around the way everything's going to play out. So, um, you know, we're going to see what happens, but I see this now, like, you know, that, the, with the article that I saw early, later today, later today, earlier today, it made more sense, like, this is what they're going to do. Now I know, I have an idea. It's, it's going to be kind of cool. I hope they don't do something else. There's, there's, we'll get to it later, but you'll, when we talk about it, it's, it's going to be interesting, but Aquaman 2, I think it's key that they gave him a release date so soon because they're. I don't know. If there, I don't know if there's going to be another Justice League movie. Obviously, Ben Affleck's not Batman anymore. Rumor is Henry Cavill is not going to be Superman anymore. Yeah, I so I don't know what they're going to do. Whether it's going to be Aquaman and Wonder Woman crossing over in movies until they can re- replace stuff, or maybe they'll. Who knows? Because the Aquaman thing that sucks is is set in modern day. Whereas with Wonder Woman, she doesn't age, so she can go whenever. Um, we haven't done or oh, the Batman since it's going to be set in the '80s. We can, or the 80s or 90s, 90s, I think. Whenever they set that movie, you can bring another, you can bring Wonder Woman into that movie because it doesn't matter. So whoever the new Batman is, though, they can't get younger, you know what I mean? Or you have to cast someone else. So they could go forward to maybe early 2000s, whatever. So there is potential. I just don't know, like, with the Flash, Flashpoint was supposed to be a thing. But, I mean, we got no word on it yet. So we'll see what happens with Flashpoint. Um... Let's see what else we got on here. This one I thought was kind of funny. My my comment on the actual post on Facebook kind of shared. So Disney wants to acquire Warner Media's stake in Hulu. What? They're gonna do it, right? Disney wants it. They're gonna take it. Warner Media is the one that deals heavily with with uh, DC. So I don't know, you know, what would happen on that deal because. I mean, I, I don't know if the other investors have a, a say in it. Because what if what happens if they get bought out and then they pull all the CW stuff that gets there the next day? CW stuff carries a lot of Hulu because a lot of that stuff, it takes a, like a longer time to get up on there. CW stuff is there like midnight the next day. It's on Hulu. So I don't know. Like, so for people don't know, don't know, 
the main people that own Hulu are basically CBS, NBC, and uh, I think ABC has a par- partial of it. So, like, it's all it's owned by like the main networks. They own Hulu. So I don't know. I mean, they're 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 trying to dominate everything. They're they're buying everything. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you could. I don't know how they can't. But I don't know how they do it. How do you how do you let people think? Because Hulu just lowered their price. Really? Yeah, they lowered their price. I think like a dollar or two dollars per month. Interesting. So I don't know how how do you keep people coming when because people are starting to get on that anti Disney. They own everything. This is a monopoly. And like before you got here, Titus was saying, do you think a president would ever stop what Disney is doing? And I'm like, they can't. Because Disney is too smart. Like half people don't know. I think we talked about last week. Touchstone Pictures is owned by Disney. So they know how to keep their stuff separate. And they know when they're buying stuff, like the little hitch in the giddy up for Marvel, for buying uh, Fox, they're not taking the TV stuff. So TV broadcasting stays with Fox. So they knew what to cut out to kind of be like, look, we're not taking it all. We left, we left that little bit right there. But you got to think like Modern Family is made by a Fox network. So I'm sure there's little, hey, I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine in, in the work. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm, I, I, don't, I have Hulu. I barely watch it. I watched it. I got it for Future Man which I really, really like that show. I haven't watched the second season yet, but I really, really, really liked it. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, do you watch Hulu? No. I saw a little bit of a hand, Handmaid's Tale. Uh-huh. On Hulu, right? That's yep. Hulu. Yeah, Handmaid's Tale is on Hulu, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, so we were talking about DC earlier, too. Uh Will Smith is no longer on for Suicide Squad 2. Yes. So what do you think that means? Uh, I don't think it matters because it's going to be terrible either way. You think, I mean, you think so even he, with James Gunn coming in? Yeah. I don't think there's any saving that. Uh, that first one was pretty bad. And, I liked it. I mean, it. Will Smith definitely didn't help. I, uh, I liked it. Um, I mean, I think him exiting is more to do with... He doesn't like the way the direction the movie's going because he's probably not going to be a main character. Is uh, is Harley Quinn still supposed to be in it? I think she has to be because of the contractual obligation she has for the movie deal she signed. Because they had that one with the all the girl, all the other women from the superhero oh, stuff. That's right. So uh, I think uh, she signed like a three or Birds four of Prey. Birds of Prey. Yeah. I think she signed like a three or four movie deal with so, it. I was gonna say if uh, if Will Smith isn't in it anymore, you gotta have a big star to hold it down. Right, uh, and if Margot Robbie isn't, then and still even with her still in it, they might bring in another uh, big name. But I don't know. Well I mean, enough. I assume they're probably going to bring Batman into it, whichever the new Batman's going to be. Maybe even Wonder Woman. You never know. Um, I think whoever they choose to be the Batman is can come out earlier. I think that's why they're being so studious on trying to find someone to be Batman. Yeah. Because so that's, that's, that's what they do with Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck made his first appearance in Suicide Squad. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, do you, I think, I think uh, it's a good thing having him exit because I, I liked his character, but he felt too much, um, 
what movie, what was the one like Will Smith? <laughs> well, it, yeah, but it was like he. It, I felt like I was watching Bad Boys too a little bit. Like uh, every movie where you. he shoots a gun, it all looks the same. There's no finesse to it because Deadshot supposed to be like, like okay, they showed him shooting different things, you know, but. He is supposed to have more finesse to everything, you know. I did like Ike Barinholtz in it, though. Ike Barinholtz, I love him. He's hilarious. I want him to see him more movies, more DC movies too. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's a good exit. Um, he's got to focus on making Bright too. Oh, are they doing that? That wasn't a good movie. I the first one was supposed to start good. filming it's this not summer. Good. It's um, it got bashed for being a bad movie for multiple reasons. Which Ike Bernholtz was in was in Bright too, he was in Bright as well, um, but they also it, it made it it was a very um, race related type yeah. of thing, and they said it was race baiting so hard that nobody could enjoy it because it was just super racist the whole time. Against aliens, right? No, orcs, it's um, right? Orcs, orcs and fairies. Wow. So fairies are like the higher level, orcs are the bottom, and humans are the middle. Oh. So um, basically, orcs normally don't work with humans or fairies, obviously. And they have an orc working with this human. And I think, didn't Will Smith get shot or something? It's his partner. Spoiler. His partner is an orc. And I think... No, at the very beginning of the movie, he's off. He's on light duty because he got shot or something. Or he had killed an orc or... or... Something happened he's and nobody wanted to work with and him. And so now, you know, they don't trust each other. There's a lot of tension between the two races. And, yeah. I mean, it was an obvious play on what's, what's going what was, on in yeah. society. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, let's see if I have any positive stuff to talk about. Oh, lots of positive stuff. So, uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Did you hear about that? No. So, they're filming a, a new movie called Jay and Silent Bob reboot. And um, everyone was like, this is not going to happen. And they were laughing because first day of shooting, Kevin Smith already had 10% of his movie shot. <laughs> And they're like, because he knows how he knows how to do it. They went back to the liquor store from from the first one from oh, Clerks yeah. and everything. They got everybody back into it. It's it's um it's pretty awesome. I was pretty stoked to see them filming. He looks really 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 healthy after having that heart attack last year. So it was just kind of a cool thing to see him kind of rebounding and doing this. He's with Jay Muse and Jay Muse. I follow him on Facebook all the time, and he'll he play he loves playing video games, but he'll live stream wherever they're at, and he'll play. You know, he'll he'll do, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. So it's kind of cool. And, you know, uh, I loved the first movie. It was just so different and out there. Um, I love Dogma. Dogma was one of my favorite movies for the longest time. You ever watch Dogma? Yeah, I have. Got great Ben Affleck, great man Damon in it. Even people that hate uh, Ben Affleck, he's great in that movie. they just not caring. I mean, you had uh, George Carlin was in it, Alanis Morissette. I mean, you the Selma Hayek, I mean, the list on Dogma alone was just fantastic. So that makes me very high hopes of what's going to be in this next one because it's going to be hit and miss. Hopefully Mark Hamill is in this one because he was in the first one. Chainsaw and Bob Strike Back, he was in that one. He played, uh, was he the adult adult film? He played like a... He's a, on the movie set, right? He's a knockoff Luke Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Hamill plays a knockoff Luke Hamill. Uh, he plays a knockoff Luke Hamill, basically. Luke Hamill, Mark Hamill, he plays Luke Skywalker's version, like where they they have um, uh, a, uh, 
a fight with uh, adult toys, but they're like lightsabers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they fight with them. So it's it's really funny, really funny. Um, but I'm just I'm just stoked to have them back and doing things. I I wanted to see them. They were in um, Modesto. They were in Modesto. Him and Ralph Garman, uh, Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. They did their Hollywood Babylon, I believe, at uh, uh, Gallo Center. Oh. I believe they did that there. So I was like, oh, man, I should have gone to see him, but work, you know. So uh, let us know. What is your favorite Kevin Smith uh, movie? What do you like the most? Uh, Mall Rats is pretty good. That's what most people say is Mall Rats. I haven't Rats. seen it. No? I haven't seen it. it. was Chasing Amy was the other one, right? Oh, apparently I need to see Dogma. Dogma's legit. I, yeah. I've seen Chasing Amy. Dogma's legit. Do you know what Dogma's about? No, not at all. Dogma is basically, um, there's two fallen angels and they're looking for God and there's a specific church that if they walk through the doors of these, they're fallen angels. So they had their, um, their, their wings wings ripped ripped off, they cut off. So if they walk through these doors, they automatically get their wings back to heaven at a certain, so they walk through at a certain time and they can't find God. So everyone's looking for God. God's missing. And so Jan Silent and Bob are in it, and they're literally just like it's like just back pieces for it. They're just not they're not main characters, but you're going around trying to find they're trying to find God, and it's it's pretty funny. And I mean Selma Hayek's in it. Um, it's basically all the people from it, and then Matt Damon and yeah. Ben Affleck are the fallen angels. Oh. So you're following them around. So it's, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, let us know all that on facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter of FOMO underscore cast, and uh, FOMO podcast. Uh, other good news. So Brooklyn Nine-Nine went from being a canceled show to being revived by NBC to already getting renewed for a seventh season after only like two weeks, three weeks being on the air again. That's insane. I've heard good things. I've never seen this one either. It's a good one. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a really funny show. Um, Obviously, it has its own little niche, so it's going to be kind of like Walking Dead where you're going to always retain those core followers. But NBC seems more like a network that takes a chance on a show. And they let it kind of roll with it. Um, I'm surprised they didn't make them change the the style of the shooting because you don't see many shows like that on NBC. I thought it was a Comedy Central show. No, Mm-mm. Oh. no, it was on Fox. Fox canceled it, and then NBC picked it up like really quick. And what they released afterwards was the guy that created it was hoping NBC. He's an NBC exec, and he's uh, the one who helped create it. So it was one of those things where Fox bid for it. So it's like whatever. As soon as it aired, he was like, wow, we should have kept that one. So it kind of win-win for them. You know, it was one of those things. So really happy that that happened. Um, we watched before you got here. Did you see the Dark Phoenix trailer? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's some things in there. Uh, I know we're not a spoiler cast, but it, I guess it's not much of a spoiler because they show it in the trailer, the big thing that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense. So I'm like, not hiding it. I'm like, what? When was she an X Man though? Mystique. Yeah. Okay, this is what I was gonna. I was wondering this too. They she they show her. Is this supposed to be consistent with you know those first uh, X Men? Okay, because no, it's it's so basically, if you look at the timeline, it's all jacked up because yeah. of, because of Days of Future Past. Ever, a lot of things get changed, okay. so that's why nothing. I was gonna say Mystique's obviously there in the future, right? But, but yeah, they. I mean, they just. They just come out and kill her. 
Yeah. They don't hide so it. So it's not, not really a spoiler. The very yeah. first thing that happens in the trailer is she gets killed, and I'm like, man, they don't like Jennifer Lawrence that much, <laughs> do they? I guess she was hating it. She wanted it out of the contract really bad. It, I heard that the um, the application process of the costume was miserable. It literally she took... started wearing a suit or something else because she didn't want to put on the body paint anymore. Right. Well, I heard it because that body paint apparently can be really toxic and can screw your skin up. Yeah. And I, even the bodysuit, though, still takes a couple of hours. You know, I listened to a podcast yesterday with the guy that plays Taserface in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. You know who he is, right? Oh, which one is that? Taserface? One that gets tased in the face all the time? No. He's yeah. a, this one, they make fun of him in the second movie. They make fun of him for what kind of name is Taserface? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, that's the, <laughs> he's, on, he's on This Is Us. He plays that guy Toby on This Is Us, the, the, the bigger girl's boyfriend, fiance. I don't know. This is us. Oh, really? Dude, you don't dude, cry, dude. You, oh, is that the one where the guy commits suicide? And I don't know. No, that's like, that's a million little things. Oh. Um, but so it's like a shock. But oh. he says that he goes putting that taser face thing on. He goes, it took like three hours to put that face on. <laughs> he goes, I spent more time trying to learn how to say my lines through the mask and the teeth than I did actually like, like working on the film. He goes, it was insane. So I, I can see why they would be like, you know what, just kill her. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, and I think it's supposed to be the last of this series of the X-Men, and so they don't mind. They can kill off whoever they want. The only thing that, the only thing I don't like, though, is is that when you look at the comics, how many, she's done this multiple times, so it's very predictable. Like, I remember, I believe she's the reason why they have that apocalyptic version of the cartoon when we were kids, when they had the Sentinels walking around. I believe she's the reason why. Uh, Jean Grey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she goes with Magneto at one point, because she's get she hears the tortured thought of all the all the all the mutants. She's like, "Why should we live like this when we can have the all the control kind of thing?" And she goes kind of evil in that whole Dark Phoenix phase. But I mean, this trailer shows her beating up on Magneto. Magneto's like, "She needs to die." Yeah, especially after she kills Mystique. It looks like they're split. Um, you got the Magneto side that wants to kill her, and the you know the Professor X side that's trying to save or protect who was the one telling her telling uh professor x you know you caused this right who was that is it um oh what's his name uh not animal uh beast beast yeah but beast can change the human form didn't he get it under control where he can now i can't remember man dude they changed it so much (laughs) i i didn't enjoy was it apocalypse that one was kind of whatever. Dude, I, I don't know. I, 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 everyone seems to not be pumped about this one. I kind I want to see it. I do want to see it. I still think it's pretty awesome. The the my favorite one was the one where they wanted uh, one of the newer ones where they wanted Wolverine to be in it, and he's like, no. So they they said we'll just be in one scene, and they go, will you join us? And he goes, blank off. Yeah. And they leave. They just that's, catch him in the bar. That's pretty awesome. So, um, so I think that was the only thing that I brought wanted to bring up that was kind of negative a little bit. Um. Well, there's one more little bit that's kind of negative, but that one was just kind of like it's it. I didn't like the trailer because I'm like, so basically anyone can just put an X Men suit on now. Is that what we're doing here? All right, I'm okay. Um, but the other negative thing kind of was, even though the, I liked the movie, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. They're getting the sequel. Yeah, I heard of it. This is the that's the live die repeat. Which one. everyone I've said that would have been seen it. Everyone said that would have been better title title live die repeat. That would have been a way better title. It's an amazing movie. It's great, but why do you need a sequel? Well, I can't answer. I guess I'm trying to remember. It it's got it's got Tom Cruise yeah. in it. 
He's in some kind of like robot suit. They're fighting aliens or insects. And, and they're basically yes. Are they? They're going back to Earth that's been taken over by aliens, right? Uh, I don't no, they're okay. starting an invasion, and basically it's almost like Independence Day status where they're dropping off pods and basically. Um, so the premise of Edge of Tomorrow is. These beasts keep winning, keep winning, keep winning, and no one can figure out why. Well, it's because they have the ability to flash back and restart everything. So basically, when they die, it returns everything back to a certain point. So the end game is is they have to kill the basically the mother of all beasts, whatever, in order to stop everything. So it's a great concept. Um, I do like... It's very Groundhog esque, but it's like a serious say, version. Groundhog so it's the day. way they did that. It was it was really cool having a serious movie with a little bit of a comedic like throwback to it. So, you know, I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, but I think my favorite thing that got announced two of so two things that were really awesome, two were the best. One that was really awesome is for gaming. They basically so PGI PEGI rating. They something came out on with them that basically has basically hinted at they're going to do a Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 remastered. And that's like what everyone's been asking for. Since they started remastering games, they're like, we want Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 remastered. So, that was the best Call of Duty ever. My favorite one ever. It wasn't too sci-fi-y. wasn't too World War II-y. It was just perfect. So they're they're just gonna remake the same game, but with the the better graphics. They read. They make the graphics. Yeah. The graphics better. Uh, makes it a lot less clippy. Um, you'll be surprised at how how awesome it flows when they redo it. It's pretty cool. You grabbing that for uh, for PlayStation? If I can find my PlayStation, still can't find it. Is there any at. backlash on my uh, Xbox smashing last week? No, Did because everyone come at me. No, because <laughs> everyone knows, man. Everyone knows how much X- it's. <laughs> Xbox, um, you know, that since big since it's stupid controller, you gotta have some big Wreck It Ralph hands to handle that thing. Whoa! <laughs> I don't know what they're doing with that controller. <laughs> it's trash. They were trying to be different. That's the that's the problem. You know, same thing like Dreamcast when they came out. Why well, had that little screen in the middle? What was the point of that? <laughs> that was the dumbest thing ever. That didn't last. Or like Nintendo. Why do you guys change the controller so drastically every single time that you guys do a new system? It don't make any sense. That's but, a good point. You know, PlayStation stuck stuck with it. And I think I think because like like people are like, oh, you know, Xbox made more money this year than PlayStation. I'm like, yeah. Do you know that last year was the first year Xbox ever made a profit? You know what I mean? I didn't. Because they they literally were spending over a million dollars a year replacing Red Ring Xboxes. Oh. <laughs> it was crazy. So, I'm really excited about that. But I'm also... Uh-oh. Wife is leaving. Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun. Um, I also was super excited about... There's going to be a Josh Brolin... Peter Dinklage in a twins-like movie. <laughs> That's gonna be as in as in like the Arnold Schwarzenegger, yes, uh, Danny DeVito twins, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And I feel like Peter Dinklage would be amazing in it, and I also feel like Josh Brolin would be amazing in it. <laughs> I think that's gonna do well. I think it's gonna do well. I think they can actually look like they might be twins as opposed to. <laughs> 
Danny DeVito. <laughs> well, I think the reason why they might be doing this too is there was a rumor there was going to be a triplets coming out where they were. Uh, Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger find out that they have a third brother, <laughs> and it's Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Did that ever happen? Um, Scrap that. Let's... Eddie Murphy's like, no, thank you. Well, no, I mean, I mean, if you're tagged to it, I mean, I don't know if, I mean, well, with today's culture, I mean, you could say, uh, well, it's in production, so it is happening. Mm. Triplets, it's in production. And literally the only three people in the cast are Arnold Schwarzenegger, Eddie Murphy, and Danny DeVito. Well, you know, I guess uh, it's going to be... I guess it's gonna, wow, he hasn't been anything since 2016. Danny DeVito or Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy. He was in... Wait, there was a Beverly Hills Cop in 2013? Yeah, it did not do well. So, um... He was in that in 2013 TV movie, and then he was in Mr. Church. So I never heard of Mr. Church. No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, that looks like it's going to be, both of them look like fantastic. I mean, that's, it's, 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 I mean, I think one thing we're not getting with our movies lately is that slapsticky kind of not appropriate humor that you kind of, you want. You know what I mean? Like, not, nothing like rude and offensive but like uh i really wanted to watch that one with um what's her face rebel wilson where she gets stuck in the she hates life because oh, the romantic comedy yeah chris Hemsworth. every time she goes to do it with them all of a sudden it's fast forward to the next <laughs> morning and she's getting all mad because she's not yeah. remembering any of it and i was just like this is kind of it's kind of funny and it is you know something that's kind of it's not it's not the normal anymore you know, the, the I know we're not going to get none of the American Pie movies or anything like that. Like, one thing that was crazy, so that guy that played Taserface was on Chris Hardwick's podcast. One thing I never knew, I watched as a kid growing up, was Beetlejuice. They go to, he goes to a miniature whorehouse on Beetlejuice. <laughs> and that's a kid's movie. Yeah. Beetlejuice is considered a kid's movie? Yes. Yeah. What? He goes to a miniature whorehouse. Well, everyone wasn't so easily offended back then. You know, I, uh... Uh, I, I used to work in a preschool, and um, the, yeah, the <laughs> this is news to Chris. <laughs> He's surprised by that fact. Uh, the the little engine that could. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the train is delivering toys to children, and in, in one of the pages, you can probably find this online, uh, it's oh, it's delivering balls and dolls and, and all these toys, and on there is a jackknife. <laughs> And there's no confusion because there's an illustration of, on there of a blade, a folding knife, on there, and that's one of the toys for that, the for the kids that the train's delivering. It's it, a jackknife. What's funny is that brings me up. So I was reading a book to uh, my wife's cousin's classroom. They have like guest speakers that come in. And you read a book about your job, whatever. And um, so they, I read a book called How to Train Your Train. So basically, it was like How to Train Your Dragon, but it was about trains. And one of their names I didn't read. It's like I had a list of names of trains, and one of them was Snagglepuss. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't say that in front of these first graders. I go, what kind of book is this? I was like, come on, man. But, you know, I get it. You know, times do change. And there was a funny thing. So the, uh, Chris Hardwick, another thing he said that was a good point. So everyone makes fun of millennials, blah, 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 blah. But – what people forget to they they when they get backlash is a majority of the ones who have le, like semi legitimate complaints were raised by the people complaining about the millennials, so it's kind of like 
well, you brought this upon yourself kind of thing. It's all kind of, you know, you know, political correctness, all this kind of stuff is going so extreme. People stop performing at colleges. They just had a problem at UC, it happened at UC Merced. No. I didn't know they do this, but apparently if you go to UC Merced, they have like comedy nights and stuff like that sure. once a month yeah. where the student union pays for it. They had Pete Davidson there last month. So Pete Davidson came out, and some guy said that he just coincidentally happened to be wearing an Ariana Grande shirt. Really? <laughs> you really just happened to be wearing an Ariana, Ariana Grande shirt? No. You went there with purpose. And so I guess... He just goes, he was making jokes about molestation and blah, blah, blah. You could tell the person was very, just wanted to be angry. So I saw someone shared the article and I'm like, they got kicked out of the show. And they're like, this is, this is horrible. He's a horrible person. I'm like, why would you go to a show? Because the guy said, um, this is a show for us. And he goes, no, F you. This is my show. And it is. It doesn't matter if the school paid for it. You, you know who you're hiring. Don't hire a dirty comic and expect some guy to come in there talking about God and Christian stuff. You know what I mean? I've heard that comics, uh, they they don't have high expectations for college shows. There's something about the they expect the you know the college audience to be very well. You know, I, I a lot heard of them are just not even doing. They're like, why? Well, and I heard a lot of them would would do them, and then they finally they said it was no point because you know they pay you up front. And then they don't even try to ask for the money back if they kick you out because it's their own fault. And I guess one of them, it was like, I think it was like Bill Burr. So he got picked up and they're like, you can't use the F word. And he's like, have you guys watched <laughs> any of my, my comedy specials? Do you guys know what I'm about? So, you know, and like, I mean, obviously you can change. Like, my biggest thing is, I've been watching a lot of kids shows lately. Puppy Dog Pals. There's a cartoon on Disney. And I'm watching it. And I'm listening to the guy talk, and I'm like, man, this guy sounds real familiar, the, the guy that owns the dogs. And I'm like, why does he sound familiar? I look it up, and I go, what? So the first thing I thought I saw his name on the screen, it's Harlan Williams. You know Harlan Williams? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he created the show. He's the creator of the whole show <laughs> for kids. It's a very good educational kids show, except for the part where they go try to find someone who can yodel, which... We'll get to that in a second, but he's also the voice of the main character, and so that's another case where, like, that guy's a vulgar, could be a vulgar comic. Yeah. He was in uh, uh, Half-Baked. Half-Baked, where he killed a horse, a diabetic horse. Yeah. I mean, a movie about weed is not going to be kid-friendly, and he's doing this, so you can change. The thing I didn't like about it was, they go looking for a guy who can yodel, because they want to learn how to yodel to teach their owner, because whenever he's sad, they want to make him happy. So they walk up to a deer, and the deer starts going like, and they go, that's not what I heard. But it's teaching kids to make all these random sounds as they're trying to find. I'm like, oh, no, my kids never watch this episode when they can learn how to talk. But what I was going to say was a lot of the older comics are not adapting. I think that's the big thing is if you start learning how to adapt, like Pete Davidson may have said cursed word and he wasn't supposed to whatever, but he said F you to those people because they deserved it. You don't go to a show like when you're a heckler, you could deal. It was like, well, I'm sure you could deal with hecklers. They weren't hecklers. They were there to disrupt his show. They're probably Ariana Grande fans, and they freaking want to be just rude like that to him. That guy was suicidal at one point over this whole thing, and you want to go to his show and do that? That just seems really like a negative thing to do. So, no more negativeness on that because we're gonna go to my favorite two things. What do we always say? Snaggle puss the train. No. <laughs> We always say, don't listen to Rotten Tomatoes, right? That's right. And did you hear what happened with Lead of the Battle Angel? 
What is that show? What is that movie? It's a movie yeah, called Alita Battle Angel. Right. What's it about? Angels? Basically, this girl is like an android person, um, and she lives in a real world. And the android people, you can tell she's an android because she has like a weirder, bigger head. She has like anime eyes and stuff like that. Critics are like, this is stupid. James Cameron's lost, lost his touch, blah, 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 blah. It is killing it at the box office. Yeah. The fans are going like, we don't know what you're talking about. This movie's really good. It's, it's a decent movie. It's not going to be a Titanic, but it's a really good movie. And I was like, thank you. Don't listen to Rotten Tomatoes. Because Rotten Tomatoes, I have a feeling, whenever I see a movie that's ever on like a Taco Bell cup or a, like a restaurant cup, or, you know, they're going to do, I have a feeling that Rotten Tomatoes will do something against them because they're advertising and not with them. So all of a sudden the critics are coming out negative. So I was really, 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 really excited about that. And then the greatest news I saw ever today. I don't know who those people that wrote this. I don't know any of this stuff. But there's like a deep rumor that the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to restart. Not the everything. It's just going to restart the next phase starting with X-Men. Give the Avengers a break for a minute, and they're going to lead to an Avengers versus X-Men. Oh, wow. Now, when I hear that, I was like, I was freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, this could <laughs> this would be so epic. Because that's actually the best way to tie things together. That would be really cool. I just don't want it to be a Batman v Superman. <laughs> Either have them beat each other up. Because like, I, I think because Civil War, there's high expectations. You know what I mean? They really fought each other. So I don't know. When I heard that, I was just like, Wait, you have to what? find a way to do it without, you know, you gotta have that real fight, but without killing off, you know, X Men characters that you just introduced. So you, the only way you could really do a lot of it would be, uh, whatever character kills another character, that person has to die. The the you can't have one of them kill one per kill one of them and then the one live because then they're gonna have to. Whenever everything gets settled down, they all join forces. Then there's gonna be that animosity towards that one person who yeah. killed one of the others. You know what I mean? So, um, I'm re- I'm really hoping. I really hope. Uh, was it Mackie? What's his What's his first Anthony name? Mackie. Anthony Mackie. I hope he takes over the helm of Captain America, like he does in the comics. Um, I really hope Bucky takes over the helm of the White Wolf from uh, in Wakanda, and I hope uh, Shuri takes on the role of. I think she has a different character. There's a lot of theories about Shuri going around. Cause, Cause, she played back Black Panther at one point yeah. in one of the movies. So I hope she, I hope she takes over a helm like that. And then I also hope that um, they do like the Black Widow movie introduces some more female esque characters, because there are some really awesome ones like Captain Captain Marvel. No matter how much hate it gets, because they're they're negative. Like we said last week, they're doing those negative. They're negative bombing it on the review sites. She is the most powerful superhero in, in the galaxy, so I'm just hoping they bring you know some of them back. So you know, fingers crossed. I'm excited for this theory. It makes me so happy. Um, but there is one thing I wanted to talk about dealing with the Marvel. So I heard the craziest theory today. So spoiler alert: We're going to talk about Avengers Endgame. If you haven't watched it yet, I don't know what what you're waiting for. So the snap. You mean Infinity War? Infinity War, sorry. Infinity <laughs> I was going to say, I haven't seen it. No one's seen it. Infinity War. Yet. <laughs> so the snap. There's a person out there 
who says that nobody died in this nap. Right. And then what happened was somehow in Endgame. So so here's his theory, which it makes a lot of sense. So when uh, Thanos's ships start coming into the atmosphere, going towards Wakanda. They get a phone call to Nick Fury and whatever, I can't remember, Colby Smulders, whatever her character's name is. A phone call goes to them saying they're being attacked. And the fight scene in Wakanda takes on a full two to three minutes. But they are vaporized literally right after the phone call happens. So the theory is, is whatever, that scene that happened that wasn't a teaser, that's actually going to take place in Endgame when they get snapped and turned to dust. The snap head has nothing to do with the dust. What that happens is they somehow figure out a way to transport all those people that get snapped to a different dimension. So it saves them from the snap. So that dusting isn't the snap at work. It's legitimately them being sent to a different dimension. Uh, put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> no, I mean it's a it's an interesting theory, but I, I really don't think they would they would take away from the having the snap be the one that caused all that. I mean, the only thing that reason why I like that idea I, is because it it doesn't negate the snap. It still means right, it happened, but right. basically they but what they do is they somehow figure out who or what were removed. And they transport them over. So the act of the dust, it is the snap, but it isn't the snap now. Because that's the only way they can solve this is time travel. Now, if, if I'm wrong about this, but I think I can, I can uh, uh, crack that theory right now. Okay. Um, so in the scene, so you're saying that they took those characters, you know, all the ones that we saw, uh, Spider-Man, you know, Black Panther, mm-hmm. uh, Samuel L. Jackson, that they transfer them to a different universe and save them from the snap right uh but not the regular people all the other people who got you know uh who got what killed in the snap or whatever happened to them in the snap right right? now in the scene where samuel l jackson gets dusted Mm -hmm. are there not regular citizens in the background on the street also no no but i'm i'm sorry i'm wrong i believe no they transported those people as well so everyone, everyone, everyone got saved. Mm-hmm. Okay, so no one got affected by the snap. No, everyone no, got, no, 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 no. Retro, retroactively, universe. no one was affected. So basically, what happens is because obviously the events take place after the snap. So what I'm thinking happens is they figure out a way to reverse or change how the outcome of the snap happens. So they basically go back. And they basically, right before the snap happens, they figure out a way to transport everyone out. So they're traveling but back only, in time. only the, the exact half of the people who got dusted. Correct. Because there, there has to be... The only reason why I truly believe it is because... Th- why, why does it make sense? If, how do they disappear before the snap happens? I think I think you just go with oh that's a that's a movie on that one it's a movie it's Marvel though man they pay people to literally sit there and go through every single inch of this movie to make sure that's nothing happening I can't go with this theory (laughs) you're gonna be disappointed when it's true I think Snagglepuss the train is I'm literally I'm literally gonna be in the theater and I'm gonna be like 
ha! I'm going to be at, looking back at the screen and be like, I told you, I'll ruin the movie for you people. I will literally Snapchat that. Be like, Andrew sucks. I told him this is what was going to happen. And I'm going to have it playing in the back of the screen going, look. So, But you never know, though, because they do do things to throw everyone off the scent of the trail. Marvel's not stupid. The thing you have to realize with this movie coming out is that Robert Downey Jr. is no longer going to be in the film franchise in the capacity that he is now. So his contract's up. They said they're open to doing, like I said, the hologram version of him because that would take him two minutes to just, they can just CGI him. It's no big deal. Well, how many other characters or contracts are up? So they, they just can't, they have to end them, basically, I feel like. There's been other stuff that's come out that's kind of hinted at different stuff happening, but... You know, I'm just excited for this movie to come out because this is like the first, this is the, this will be the, the biggest probably movie event in the history of movies because this is an end of a very, 10 years. Yeah. Built up over how many movies so far? Like 20? I don't know. But the, 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 the new one comes out seven years after the first Avengers movie come out. Wow. And they're putting them out so fast. Like I, I, Captain Marvel, I'm so stoked for I got like I, for, I forgot Brie Larson was in the league. You <laughs> oh, know yeah. she was on the league? Yeah, Brie. she was uh, Pete's yeah. girlfriend I <coughs> for a time. Yes. Yeah. Meghan Markle was on freaking the league. I looked it up because of that. I, I, Meghan Markle was in the league, and I go, no, she wasn't. I'm like, oh, she was. And that was funny was, uh, if you haven't watched the league, you need to watch the league. It's really funny. Um, I listen to the How Did This Get Made podcast, and um, they're like, I wonder why, because they, they, they watched um, the Harry and Meghan story. And so they were like, oh, she had to quit Suits because she wanted to be with them. And, you know, you're not supposed to be an actress or whatever while you're married to a prince. And he's like, they go, did you ever have a scene with her, uh, Jason? He, she, he goes, if she had a scene with Rafi, she would not be princess material. And it was just really, really, it was really funny, you know what I mean? But, yeah, she was in that. And it, it, it's, it's cool seeing someone legitimately go from being like a hey i'll act and whatever to oh look i am now uh the most powerful superhero in the universe and people don't realize she legit is like superman but doesn't need the sun so i mean you got your tickets already no i wait i I wait till it's a little bit less because you know what I usually do, but for something like this, no, I, not even to avoid spoilers. I just I can't stand people's opinions of it. I hate hearing people talk about uh, whether they loved it or hated it or it was okay. I hate hearing that before going into a movie. So I made sure I got the first I mean, showing that, that could get. That, that makes sense. But what bothers me is going to it and go, "Hey, they got something playing now for the credits." I'm like, ten years and you don't know about stingers. <laughs> Yeah, when's Howard the Duck know. coming out? Like, when's that movie coming? TV show? No, because uh, <coughs> isn't it like the Duck supposed to get his own superhero movie? The no, duck? TV show on Hulu. Uh, Kevin Smith's working on that one. Yeah, I don't, yeah. They don't have a date. There's four of them. Um, we'll see. I don't. They, they they haven't really said too much more. I think Marvel was trying to do a little um, damage control after losing all the shows off of Netflix, so they decided to an- announce it. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. And you see that they did that big campaign in Hell's Kitchen to save uh, Daredevil? No. Yeah, there's a bunch of billboards going up in Hell's Kitchen saying save Daredevil. So, I did hear some funny stuff on that Chris Hardwick one that you would like uh, about uh, Walking Dead. They go, they go, why don't they do a Walking Dead prequel where it's like Rick 
moves somewhere and like you meet like it's just like a prequel like early on story it has nothing to do with zombies to try and just his re- life yeah they go why don't you just do that to reestablish it with you know people you know what i mean don't don't keep going this crazy thing where you guys said you you were a you were a drama set in a zombie world and it's like the zombies aren't like even a part of it very much it's like i don't know like they're there but it's like it sounds like they just need to let this go yeah they got to end it just end it just end it I don't know, man. Come on, AMC. They're, they're, it's like they're too in, they're in too deep. They're pulling a real fire festival right now. <laughs> they keep trying. To, did you? They, they see, got a movie oh coming out. They no, got a. Did you see mm. Fire Festival had um, what happened? Um, oh my god, something happened. You said Ja Rule's planning another one. <laughs> yeah, but something happened where um, this guy did like a. Like he did something like a promo, another promo video. Like they're like, dude, if they go, the second one could actually really happen. They go, it could really happen. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. He got booed at that thing. Did you see? He went, it was, it was a nineties night at this game. He goes, so yeah, they had nineties night and let's bring in an early two thousands hip hop artist. And like everyone was just booing him. It was bad. And then he was like talking crap saying, First of all, he said this player was going to leave the Kings. The, the player wasn't playing for the Kings. He was playing for the Timberwolves. And so, and then and then um, uh, the Sacramento Kings came back and just clapped back at him. It was pretty funny. <laughs> they got him good. Job rule wasn't happy. Kings are going to make the playoffs. Whoop-de-doo. They're going to lose. Don't hate. I hate the Kings. Really? Why? Yeah, because they're just wannabes. Yeah. I don't know what to say right now. You hear my feelings. <laughs> um, ever since I watched that video of uh, one of them... Uh, decides to foul James Harden by slapping him in the face. Yeah. That's when you're like, no? Really? The dude will stick his arm out for you to hit him to foul him. Why you gotta slap him in the face? That's not (laughs) cool. send a message. No. (laughs) Just wait. I really hope, I really hope DeMarcus Cousins faces him one time in the playoffs somehow. Because he would destroy them. Because they need to blame that reporter for getting him out of there. Because that reporter was doing him dirty in Sacramento. That's why he wanted him out. Oh, really? Yeah. Because he was reporting him. He goes, you can talk about me. He goes, don't talk about my brother. or my." He was a sports guy, and he was making comments about his brother on drugs and his mom on drugs That's and stuff. That's not cool. No. So he wouldn't do interviews with him in the room. He goes, you need to leave. Because you can do that. You have to give interviews, yeah. but you, they don't say who you have to give interviews to. So... I mean, we'll see what happens. I know he has this hatred for the local team. I hope the team. Kings lose. Wow. I hope the Kings lose. Mm. I really don't care, but I hope they lose. Well, I mean, they're not going to make the finals. No, they're not. They're <laughs> not going to make it out of the first round. They may they're gonna be. They're going to be this year's Washington Wizards, and they're going to get swept in the first round. Everyone's going to be all, oh, yeah, maybe next year. No one cares. That stadium wasn't built for them. That stadium was built for all the musical acts that wanted to come to Sacramento. Man, you're just laying it on right now. Hey, it's the <laughs> truth. It's the raw, hard truth. It's a good venue. <laughs> I heard it's a good venue besides the upper deck. I guess it's super steep and people oh, fall really? all the time. Get vertigo? Because they're, no, they're like, the steps are like short. They try to put as many seats as possible in it. So, not as great. So I saw a few concerts over there. What did you see there? I saw a Tool. Yeah? I saw, yeah. So, did you see anybody good there? Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm not a Tool fan either, huh? <laughs> I think that was, yeah, I just don't, well, I saw was Tool. Oh, that new one. Okay. I wanted to go see the rodeo there. I thought it was, I heard it was pretty cool there, the rodeo. Yeah. At the Golden One? Mm-hmm. They actually have the thing in the middle, too. It's, because uh, I went there for the last, uh, two years ago was the last one at um, uh, Sleep Train Arena, whatever it's called, now, uh-huh. what it was called. 
Um, but they have a thing where you can actually win tickets where they have this freaking like tank in the middle of the ring, and you can be in there when they're doing the bull riding and stuff. Wait, you saw this at uh, the sleep train or at Arca? Or Two at years Golden ago, one? they do the same thing. Every oh. place they do, it's like a little thing in the middle that you basically sit in, and it's uh, it's recessed. Do they keep the sleep train? It's I don't defunct now. It is. Yes. Was defunct mean? It means it's vacant. Out of commission. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I, well, the problem they said that a lot of venue people wouldn't go there because the acoustics are really bad. So a lot of people wouldn't perform there because they're like, "Why well, am I going to perform here if the acoustics are horrible?" You know, I because like uh, Fresno, they wherever they perform in Fresno, the they Save use Mar Center. Center. They use half of the arena because yeah. I've been there before yeah. for it, and it's kind of crap because they, I don't, why are you selling the tickets right next to the stage? Because I don't want to look behind the stage. I want to look. At the front of the yeah. stage, kind of thing, but I heard Kiss because Kiss was there, and I guess Kiss did a pretty good show there. And the Save Mart Center is a lot smaller too. I think a big thing about Arco Arena, it was uh, it was one of the biggest stadiums. Yeah, because uh, when the Kings would play there, they uh, it they would never would, they would, like, break, Well, yeah, <laughs> that too. But they would break records for like the the loudest uh, yes. crowds. Yes, uh, and that might have something to do with the acoustics. It's too large. But it's uh, not. It's not made for a basketball. It wasn't made for basketball. It felt like it wasn't because because I've been to like like when you go to hockey hockey arenas are smaller, and it, you know I've been to uh, a couple of basketball games. And it always felt like Arco Arena, Sleep Train, whatever you want to call it, it, was just, it felt weird. It felt like really, really, like it made more for hockey almost, just bigger for hockey. Yeah. Because it was so steep. So I think what they were trying to do when they first built it was trying to get as many different stuff in there as possible. So get a hockey team, you know, maybe get something else to perform in there. But I know everyone's complaining about it now in downtown because they go, it's too loud. Oh, and the, the lights shine in the apartments across the street. Oh, no way. Yeah, there was a guy who complained because he goes, look at this. And you can see it looks like it's daylight <laughs> outside because the main marquee is across the street from his apartment. Yeah. Oh, bummer. So I still haven't gone downtown to see it. I spent most of my time in Old Sack when I was up there. I like Old oh. Sack. Go to the Jazz Festival? No. We just went there because I was training up there. So we went over. They had this good fish and chips place right there okay. uh, by the river. Really good. I like it. So... Well, I think that's about it. So for the FOMO cast, this is episode 71. We'll keep saying it on here because we can't put it on the title anymore. RIP to titles. I say our episode number. I think 71 was one of my numbers I had in high school football. I believe so. Yes. Yes. I think that was. Yeah. Meant to be. It's a sign. Meant to be. Uh, Make sure to go to all our platforms, facebook.com, FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, and FOMO podcast on Instagram. And make sure to go to our patreon.com to filmcast and go to Podbros Network, podbros.com to uh, check everything out there because uh, I always share it on our page. They always got a bunch of different podcasts going out there. And actually, today, uh, Language of Bromance did a thing about the uh, Fire Festival, all the documentaries and everything coming out and the movie thingy. So uh, uh, go check them out. They're a great podcast. I've reviewed them before on here, and I like listening to them whenever I got some free time, which I never have anymore. I don't even try to listen to mine. Uh, Andrew has to go, hey, what's wrong with the podcast? And then I go, oh, no, and I go on there and fix it. So uh, for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. I'm Titus. I'm Andrew. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>